let me say that the political if you like, the political big This is the News Made of Students podcast. It's myself, Lex, here with my boy Ace. You're not middle class, you're not black white. Joy, one podcast at a time, discussing all things. Statistically, it looks like in London yeah. right now, yeah. this is predominantly a problem of young black teenage boys. Yeah. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, my bro? Bro, last time I spoke to you, I was on the other side of 30, but now I'm on the good side. God. <laughs> Thank God, bro. We get Very happy. How are you, bro? Incredible decade, bro. It's going to be an incredible decade, man. Come on. Set for greatness only. Trust me. Trust me. Nothing less, only more. Yes, exactly. Top down. Yeah, man. It's been an interesting... It's been a really uh, challenging few weeks for quite a majority, I would say, of the population. I wouldn't say it's a minority, because we all know that power is consolidated at the moment within a minority with the way the current system works. However, in terms of looking at things in terms of a societal view, I would say it's been a very challenging few weeks. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, Challenging physically and mentally for a lot of people, Uh, you know, not being able to maybe get their local goods in their local supermarket due to the shortages in drivers due to Brexit. So this, which is like a knock-on effect on our food supply in the country. And then a double whammy being hit with the news that their national insurance rate's going to go up by 1.25%. It's, it's, yeah, bro. And then a triple knock-on effect and the fact that universal credit is being cut as well. The amount being given, they've increased how much will be taken away from the lowest earners whilst... Mm -hmm also taking away the support package that would have been there to supplement because universal credit again is not a support for unemployed people a lot of people no. unemployment that are paid below um, that are paid an amount that isn't sufficient to live on also rely on universal credit to supplement them and now at this point they've taken away that supplementary fund and they've also increased how much will be taken away from their pay packet at the end of their month or weekly salary, however it is that they receive it. And then, um, wow. Wow. Yeah. <clears throat> all this, all this happening under, yeah, I just don't know where to begin. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned, oh. you read a, a, quite a good tweet just prior to us recording. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read that out. It was a tweet from uh, Labour MP Zara Sultana, um, and you know she's always she's always on the necks of like Tories and and and, the, and this current government regime and stuff in regards to like the classlessness, racistness, racism, classism, all of the things, all the isms. And um, the tweet which she says is, "This is what class conf- conflict looks like." A Conservative Party led by an Oxford Bullingdon boy. Its chancellor, the richest MP, its cabinet, 65% privately educated and funded by the super rich, plans to cut universal credit and push 500,000 working class people into poverty. Wow. It's actually mad. Like, even like stopping, even if I just stopped that cabinet, 65% privately educated, 
it's so true like bro this is like the most unrepresentative government we've had in probably a generation bro yeah like, obviously the way that and this is what about you know um identity politics and stuff is which which is kind of frustrating sometimes because obviously they they have the thing where they can stand on like oh we're the most diverse government in 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 history of of, of british politics because mm-hmm. obviously yeah the home secretary and the chancellor and um the health secretary are all of a- asian uh, asian descent. Mm-hmm. um you know so they, they can turn around and say that and they would be right but uh, it's, it's obviously a lot it's layers to everything and it? it's layers call it asian but that doesn't mean being asian is synonymous with being out or working class or something or being poor yep. like you know what i'm trying to say and diversity um, doesn't begin mm-hmm. and end with race it doesn't it doesn't and this is the thing some people this argue probably last this is the thing it's it's where they have used the media so effectively to almost change the meaning of terms by emphasizing different different pain points with these terms so mm-hmm. essentially the conservatives have hijacked a lot of the working class vote from labor during these last elections using brexit to fuel separation and you know xenophobia at the end of the day because brexit is a, a european kind of thing where you would see the eu is mostly a demographic of um anglo-saxons and then they yeah. of of like the, what they even a lot of people are calling you know they'll assume as white working class people from around europe europe that were apparently stealing jobs yet now that we are in the state of brexit there's a huge shortage of workers who would previously come from the EU and fuel the work market within Europe um, in various sectors to the point where people are going hungry and more and more people are increasingly entering that line of poverty due to, due to um, these like, systemic, this type of systemic classism that is going on, you know? And it's, mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's tragic. Britain is being carved out from the inside out by this classist elitist government and now being isolated from the rest of Europe and, 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 and suffering food shortages due to logistical issues. Or meanwhile, they are funneling taxes from, that are being paid and national insurance that's being paid to, to, to private firms. Like, this is literally what the nation voted for. How did this happen? Bro, it's like what you said. It's tr- this, this current government, literally, we, the only reason why they're in power is because they were fueled by the lies and the, 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 the fear that they put into people through Brexit. Literally, that was, the, that was a catalyst they needed to have ultimate power in government and in parliament um because prior to that there were still there was still co- a coalition party with yeah. you know the dup and lib dems um respectively but um yeah it, 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 and and now it looks like all the chickens have come home to roost wow because you know brexit is now showing that since brexit we as a nation haven't really seen any benefits and you know the, the, the one of the biggest ones that always gets me is that fucking bus that these guys were driving around saying 350 million pounds will be put back into the nhs once we leave the eu that's what they said i don't I, I, i'm sure it's even 350 million pounds a week but i'll yeah. double check that but and now we've come to this point where 
the prime minister has had to come and say we have to raise national insurance to pay for social care in this country. Hmm. Social care, social care. People think social care. People, I guess now the general public consensus on social care is the big beef of benefit frauders, people that are fraud and benefit, people that are apparently lazy and do not want to work and do not want to add any, contribute to society. Who have met those people? Like, who has actually met those people, spoke to these people that apparently are plaguing Britain so badly that all of these drastic measures and these extreme polarizing conversations now have caused a, a situation where logistically there's over 10 million children. Sorry, how many million children are in poverty in the UK? In the UK? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if it's up there. You know, like millions of kids, child poverty is on the rise. At the same time, there's a growth, the, the wealth that billionaires are holding is on an extreme rise. Logistically, it's, it's not adding up. And 4.3 million children wow. in, in the, were living in poverty in the UK. Wow. Crazy, isn't food it? banks to eat. Crazy. This and, is the ninth richest economy in the world. Wow. It's, 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 they've, they are creating an environment where predators can easily prey on the vulnerable. And we're seeing yeah. this happen explicitly, even when we look at the rate of crime that's gone up since the Tories have been yeah. in power. And it's just rising and rising and rising. Where social care means integrated platforms within communities where people can go to actually grow and harness their skills and gain the confidence to get into work, gain the skills to actually become people that can contribute to support society, gain the support, gain the strength, use community to actually police, to actually generate and harness proper social morals is being, is being um, gutted to the point where literally the most vulnerable are vulnerable. We're seeing rates of child suicide go up now. Children yeah. as young as 12 are killing themselves in order to save their parents from having to cook in Britain. Like, like, like I said, I'm now 30. I've had the privilege of actually, I'll call it a privilege because it seems like that now of actually being alive during a Labour government. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And look, no government is perfect at all. Mm -hmm. However, growing up in the previous circumstance, in the, it, grow, growing up in those circumstances, which were tremendously difficult, nonetheless, without things like EMA, yeah, which has been cut. EMA was a fund where I was actually entitled to £30 a week to attend uh, sixth form A-levels, and yeah. um, which would support me in getting to travel and to eat at college. was obviously important. And um, yeah, without those kind of supports, even with the cheaper, cheaper transport fares as well, like, yeah. I would have fully suffered and not been able to continue necessarily being educated in the way that I, 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 to the level that I have been educated to, and then allowed myself to, to create a better future for myself. Yeah. And I know that's the case for many people in my generation. And I know that the generations that are below, that are now paying higher university fees and gaining less support, aren't even being able to have uh, necessarily the means to even get in new jobs. Since the job market is also so bad. So where's the positive here? 
Where, what is, what's actually happening? <laughs> well, there are no positives. They actually, they, they, they're actually consolidating power at the top. Like, you know, even like as simple as the, this pandemic has been seen a massive transfer of wealth into the hands of the elite and into the 1%, even like, you know, more so than it was before. There's been a massive, uh, they say this, the stats are crazy, that billionaires have amassed something crazy, like a hundred billion pounds or whatever in the last 18 months due to the pandemic. Yeah, the wealth of UK billionaires is up by 106.5 billion in the pandemic. That is crazy. And there's been talks about why are these people not being taxed? A small percent, you know, to fund something like the social care that we we, we so desperately need in this country. Why is it not a tax on the wealth? It's you know? mad. Because of it's so mad. But yeah, this 1.25%, you know, people saying, oh, so I've seen some tweets and messages like, oh, it's only an extra £600 a year. It's only an extra £600 a year can be the difference between someone having lights and no lights, someone having food and no like. Like, I don't want to sound dramatic because it's like, oh, but you know, well, people, but the nah, it's the mad. It's so mad. Like, how? How is this like being like allowed? Oh, you know what? I'll be honest. I tweeted and I said, I was sending, I was like, listen, we, no one should even be tweeting upsetness and stuff like this, me included, because we're not going to do nothing about it. They're going to put it in place and we're just going to be like, ah, oh, this is annoying and move on. That's what we do in this country. And, and that's it. That's it. Oh, you know, respectfully, that's what we do. You know, and maybe people might argue, well, this is the time where the private sector should come in and probably boost the boost salaries to to match the the, the rate of the rate of national inflation. But we know that that's the private sector as well. They've been sitting on their ass. Damn, there's been like a slow, stagnant rise in in salary increases over the last like ten years. What is what is mad for me is that um, whilst what, what, what would have been a big trigger for where we are today would be the um, financial crisis that happened back in 2008. Yeah. Which was caused by the private sector. Yeah. Which was then bailed out by the public sector. Not the yeah. public sector, not the public sector, apologies. Was no, us. Out by the public, by us. The public. Yes, everyday, us. Working, everyday working class people. Why yeah. did I say it was by the working class people? Because these banks... Private firms, which have been associated with these banks, which are being funded by these banks, did not have to pay a cent towards covering the deficit, which is created by dodgy deals and lies caused by the, by the private sector. Yeah? Instead, that money was yep. paid by everyday taxpayers. Yeah? Yep. And then, further to this, those same bankers received millions of pounds in bonuses. Yes. In that same year, which they had the crisis, and then in the years to follow. And then after, after um, year, years down the line, we see that the government would then blame social funding for the recession somehow. Yeah. So a recession caused by fake deals, people lying and using fake deals is then blamed by, is then scapegoated by the amount of money spent on public funding. So we enter a state of austerity, correct? Yeah. yeah. Austerity already cuts away spending on social care and public funds, like transport, mm-hmm. like um, just like housing costs, like subsidizing food, for example, um, clothing costs, shelter, all of that. 
health NHS. That sort of yeah. stuff takes away from. And then not only does it take away funding from that, but they increase taxes for that. This is all because of a deficit caused by banking sector, bankers selling fake goods, as well as private equity, private equity and private companies lying about the value of the goods which are being purchased by banks. Yeah? So the private sector fully responsible for this crash, for that um, crisis. And all, the, all of the um, process that were put in place to rectify this is all being leveraged on the public. Cool. So we're here at austerity. Now, fast forward. Cool. This deficit is still there. It's globally in effect. Yeah? Now we are in 2018, 10 years on. The deficit hasn't changed. Austerity has got deeper. Bankers are getting paid millions in bonuses, pretty much working in similar ways they were working before. Yeah? There's now less regulation on the private sector. Why is that? For them to apparently make the money back in which they lost. But this money in 10 years has not changed. The deficit is still more. There's less in public spending. Okay. So we're following along this timeline. And now all of a sudden, we need to have Brexit to get this money back. Yeah? They've, yeah. <clears throat> they've used what has been caused by the private sector to gut the public. Public spending, public, public fees and public support in order to pretty much raise the value and the quality of life of the, of the British public in order to actually contribute more to society. Yeah. They don't want mass. It looks like from the outside in, when you look at the maths, in terms of what was the cause and then what is the solution, it looks like the solution now is to deprive a certain class of people of the adequate tools to hold account the people that initially wrecked the system. Yeah. And furthering it with Brexit, removing pretty much human rights, which, human, which Britain doesn't now have a human rights bill because they're no longer part of that European court. Yeah. 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 It's like now they've not only removed the resources for, for certain classes to, I would say, catch up or to actually become able to participate now, they've also removed their rights to, essentially. So, yeah, I look at Zara Sultana's uh, tweet, and I say, yeah, when you strip it all back, it definitely does look like a class war. And now they're saying that, oh, salaries should increase. Why would people that are making billions, billions, and billions while other people are starving and dying, now increase salaries when people are already working for them. Mm-hmm. Where, where, yeah. Why would they do that? <clears throat> this is it. You know, Obviously, you would think, you know, morally, people would want to help people, but, you know, profits over people, isn't it? And to be honest, like, those morals aren't uh, universal, which is what we're seeing. Yeah. What we're seeing is that morality for some people doesn't, doesn't actually extend to all humans in their eyes. In, 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 a, in, in 
where power is currently being consolidated, human beings hold little value. Little, little value being a human being at this moment, at this time. There isn't the same value for a human that was born in a council flat, as in to the same value as a human that was born in a private estate. Yeah. That clearly isn't there at, at this time. The system of capitalism is not catering for people. It's catering purely for profits. And profits, how that, this type of capitalism that's been practiced today is, this kind of, I would say, anarcho-capitalism, this anarchist form of capitalism. Every man, every person for himself is causing more issues, not just for people, but also the, the world that we're living in. Mm-hmm. During this pandemic, yeah, we've, we, we, during the, I'd say, the initial aspect of the pandemic, we've seen mad reversals <laughs> in terms of wildlife resurging and being like we've we're like apparently these pandas aren't endangered anymore <laughs> oh, that what they yeah apparently in kenya like even i believe certain rare rhinos are also repopulating as well due to the travel bans that's crazy you know and then as soon as the world starts to open again what happens we see people hunting again looking for yeah. these tasks of endangered animals we see the result of a sustained attack on the environment through all of these natural disasters. Like the other day, New York was flooding. Yes. Bro, mad. I've got some family that was affected by that. It's mad. New York City subways. Yeah. Bro, there was rats swimming in the subway in that time. Doing that ratatouille in the subway. Yeah. Doing that ratatouille. Like, it's like you said, we're going to do nothing after, even though we hear all of this. But, you know, being aware that we're doing nothing at least will give the opportunity to think about doing something and how to, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, we're doing, I believe we're doing our part by 100% spreading mm-hmm. and, create, and you know, stirring, stirring up the conversation. However, there's definitely more that we will do. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and um, it, yeah, it's 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 interesting to 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 watch how long this will last for, and to see how these next elections that will go, because when we really look at the opposition, the opposition has been gutted as well. Oh, bro, the opposition is on its like they're, they're toothless. Apparently, we've 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 discussed this. We've discussed the Labour Party under um. Keir Starmer and you know there's some people that might think oh like why do we only talk about him as the opposition and them as the opposition because in this country we obviously like other countries and democracies in air quotes we only have two parties that can really realistically contend for power and if it's not Tories it'll be Labour if it's not Labour it'll be Tories and uh, obviously we have coalitions but still that's even a farce as well but this Labour party under Keir Starmer it's just spineless and toothless. It just has no bite. This you would the amount of ammo this guy would have had to attack the Tory party. You would think like the Tory party will be trying to will, will be scared to even like uh, Boris Johnson would be scared to come to Prime Minister questions um, on on a Wednesday. 
But like he, they come and they, they says nothing. He just says, "Well, I agree with my right on a boyfriend. I agree with my right on a boyfriend." Oh, da, da, da. like bro, spineless, toothless, all of that, man. It's crazy. And um, I have a theory about it, though, because of the last eighteen months we've had. I do think slightly they look at it and think, "Fucking hell!" To be fair, better him than rather them than me to run this country or to to to, to lead this country through this pandemic where you just don't know what is going on, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that's, I think that's the stance they're taking. Yeah, cool. There's been fuck-ups during this pandemic. Of course they have been. Um, and some massively like, wrong and, 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 and irresponsible. Some people might argue, ah, oh, what can you do? Like, you don't know what's going on. We're just, we're just rolling with the punches type thing. But um, the, I just feel like, yeah, Kirstama just hasn't taken this opportunity to really hold the government accountable. Like the fifty, what fifty million pounds are spending, or fifty? I don't say where because it's not like it's our money, but fifty million pounds that the government are spending every day for this track and trace circle thing. And apparently, they're tracking the track and trace thing ain't even like making sense either. Bro, not only that, it's a company that's owned by Theresa May's husband. What the track and trace circle? Yeah, Theresa May's husband owns circle. Yeah, they get every single government contract. Oh. I did not know they own Circle, bro. So they get all the government contracts. They even had the... It started, I guess, in 2012 when the London Olympics came up. That is mad. You know, when London Olympics came up, it's like, yeah, you know, it's Philip May. Philip May, Theresa May's, you know, um, husband, husband. A, a conservative <laughs> supporter, his company pretty much, yeah, owns Circle. That is mad. And yeah, <laughs> it, is, it is, it is, it is in that way. We can see this is a real classist <laughs> war going on right now in which they've seized opportunity, they've, they've bided their time, seen an opportunity and seized these kids that were born in the 60s, born, born, to, born during a time where obviously there was quite a lot of social upheaval and they've, they've been able to, you know, to be sheeps in wolves, to be wolves in sheep's clothing by their time. Oh by yeah. their time. And then make sure that a, a situation where, the, like, the six the people coming together wouldn't, wouldn't be something that's repeated. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's, it is a generational war right now. It really is. It's a generational war, which which is um, which is only just beginning. Only just beginning. Only just beginning, bro. It's here. Like it is a generational war. It's a generational war. It's a class war. Um, yeah, it really is. It really, really is, man. Like I said, there just needs to be a shift in the mindset of the people, man. And just let us know that this isn't this isn't all to life, and this isn't all there is, bro. Because it really is making life difficult for a lot of people. Where mm-hmm. you know we joke about oh, this England life, this London life is just bills and bills and work, bills and work, bills and work. But it's literally becoming that for a lot of people. A yep. lot of people, you know, the fact that to some people that can't even decide whether they want to stay at home and keep themselves safe during this pandemic because they just can't do it. It's not, it's not like they can't. They have to go out and work. And obviously they work in places that obviously don't have or can't work from home. And they're just out there. And all the people that are the most affected by this whole pandemic and this whole thing. 
facts. It's crazy, like, and um, it's it, it's looking like this opportunity for to to switch things on and impose on people. They're, they're really taking it in their stride, and yeah, they're like we said. There's not really a real leader to hold them accountable. A real leader that has backbone that really wants to see the good for the people. Unless yeah. the last one we had right at this point was Jeremy Corbyn, and he failed on the Brexit vote because. Yeah. I guess he didn't really, couldn't really put in a strong opinion during while there was this mass manipulation going on, during the time where there was fake news. The fake, can you imagine? Yeah. Fake news with no accountability. None, zero. War. The fake news is still running rife. Yeah. And it's mad because Jeremy Corbyn must be kicking himself. No, 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 Jeremy Corbyn must be kicking himself, but he must be like vexed. When you just see all the things that are going on, and now there's like even you know and 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 how the Tory government think they're slick and then they'll try to implement policies that look kind of similar to the ones that Corbyn has has tried to put out. So I was, I was reading an article and it was saying that uh, OpenReach are planning to um, provide like broadband to like some of the less like you know the, some yeah, of the, some of the yeah. most hardest hit yeah people. And I was thinking, bro, this guy literally wanted to give like national free broadband because he said broad internet. It's a human right now. It's not even like a, it's like water and electricity. The, the access to internet. And bro, I didn't even, you'd think to yourself here, and this is the thing about when you, you live in here, bro. I would have never thought in my mind that there's like, you know, internet inequality in the country to the levels that there is. Like there's actually households that people that have no access to internet. Yep. Can you imagine? Yeah. It's actually mad to me. Like, it, to me, I don't know. It's, it, it sounds it feels, stupid, yeah. It? it feels, it does. But it's, like, right, it's true. Like, some people can't afford that, bro. It's like 30 boys a month or something. Like, it's like, that's a lot of money to a lot of people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, it's mad, bro. It's it being mad. set up to fail and then during their times of failure and struggle, when they're having that time where they're blowing off some steam because they're not necessarily happy with their lives, they're being captured on camera and a picture <laughs> which can tell a thousand words is being used to portray just the worst yeah yeah and it, it it's it's really awful it's really malicious really manipulative and you know there's this is like i said outside of fate this is the time boy <laughs> this is the time yeah. where if any action is going to be taken it should it will be it has to be now man you know like <laughs> no, Theresa, no, just a little bit about Theresa may's husband Go yeah on. like he was listed he was named in the panama papers as oh, a tax shit. evader for britain <laughs> You know, he was just recently knighted by Boris Johnson. He was one of the people that supported and pushing through Brexit and pretty much manipulating it by putting in false promises and lies within it and asking him to push it. And he is one of the biggest benefactorer from the government in the last in the in the last 10 years or so. And her and his so you're t- his current wife. Was a former prime minister. Correct. Okay. So we could see just how deep this goes and is going. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it's definitely worth further researching and um yeah, look into yeah, Philip May. That'd be real. And yeah, I believe the news definitely made us do that.